0: to Respiratory HQ's Journey to Success podcast, the podcast specifically for RT students because you all are the future of the respiratory therapy profession and not everything you need for success can be found in your textbooks. I'm Tanya Peel. I am so excited to be here to give you a little guidance and insight, a few tips, maybe a few tricks to help you be successful on your journey through respiratory therapy school. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. The topic for today is going to be respect. I have been in this profession for about 32 years right now, and from that very first year to this year, I have heard the same thing. Respiratory therapists, we don't get respect. They don't respect us. They being the nurses don't respect us. The doctors don't respect us. Heck, even housekeeping at times doesn't respect us. You know, this has been a continuing theme for over 30 years. And today, we're going to really address what it means when we say we're not respected. Because there's, there's two different ways to think about this. Number one, you have the right To be treated respectfully. Okay? Our parents raised us to be respectful towards people. And that is your right. But that is not what we mean when we say we are not being respected. And I'm here to tell you today, guys, you don't deserve respect. It is not just a given right. You have to earn that respect. So just because you're a new graduate and you have that RRT credential and you're starting a new job, you do not have respect of anybody until you earn it. If you're a seasoned practitioner and you're starting a new job somewhere, you do not have respect until you earn it. So let's talk about that today. We're going to talk about three things. Number one, how to deal with disrespectful people. Number two, Understanding what we really mean when we say we want to be respected. And number three, we're going to talk about ways to earn respect. So let's get started with the first thing. Number one, how to deal with disrespectful people. Now remember, being treated respectfully is your right. So when somebody treats you with disrespect, you have about three things you can do. Number one, you can ignore it. I wouldn't suggest you do that because when you ignore being treated disrespectfully, you teach that person that it is okay and it's not because it's your right to be treated with respect. Number two, you can confront it. And when i mean using the word confront, I mean Confrontational. And that doesn't usually work very well because when you confront something in a confrontational manner, people get defensive, they don't listen, and then the fight's on. The third thing you can do is discuss it. And this is the avenue I want to talk about. How you deal with disrespectful people by having non-confrontational discussions. I want to do this by using an example my students gave me the other day. So the students walked into the ICU with their clinical instructor and one of the nurses rolled their eyes at them. And this kind of set the tone for the rest of the day. All right, so let's use that as an example. And I want you to be the therapist putting yourself in that position. And I'm going to walk you through all three choices. Okay, so you walk into the unit and the nurse rolls her eyes at you. All right, we could ignore it and we've just taught that person that they can behave and act disrespectfully towards us and they can't. That's not okay. Your second option is to be confrontational. So you walk in, nurse rolls their eyes at you and you say, what's your problem? Guys, that's not going to get you anywhere at all. There is this rift between respiratory therapists and nurses. It has been that way through 30 years of my profession, and I am going to tell you this as RTs, we are equally responsible for that rift because we do not control ourselves in a professional manner. You cannot confront somebody in that manner and expect to be treated with respect. But what you can do is a third option, discuss it in a non-confrontational manner. So if I walk into the unit and somebody rolls their eyes at me, I'm going to let it roll off of me for a time. And I'm going to watch and I'm going to wait for that nurse to be in a position that they don't look busy, they don't look like they're they're really crazy and in in a hurry. I'm going to wait and then I'm going to approach that nurse and I'm going to say, do you have a few minutes for us to discuss something? And most people give you that time and then you can say, "Okay, so when I walked into the unit this morning, I saw you roll your eyes and I made the assumption that that was towards me. So I just wanted to clear the air. Have I done something that has offended you? Okay, when you call people on their actions in a non-confrontational manner, people will usually step down. OK, they will step back and they will apologize. So that's how that's probably going to go. This person will probably say something along the lines of, well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to or no, I didn't. It, that wasn't directed towards you or I just I started out my morning. It's just been a bad morning and and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. And you know what? If that's the way they do it, if they step back and they make an apology, let them apologize gracefully. All right, but let's say that it turns out that this person is is a confrontational type of person, and they say, well, yeah, I rolled my eyes at you because here comes another RT up here to just do what they need to do and leave, and you're never around when we need you, okay? Now, I've never, ever had that happen, but I'm assuming that some people have, so let's say that that person treats you very disrespectfully, very confrontationally. Here is how I would handle that. I'd probably say, it sounds like you've had a few bad experiences in the past with your respiratory therapist. And I'm sorry about that because our profession should not behave in that manner. But don't judge every respiratory therapist based off the actions of a few. I'm not that type of therapist and I just need a little bit of time to show you that we can work together as good team members. See how that's not confrontational? There is no need to be rude. There's no need to jab first, to draw blood first. That only deepens the rift between nurses and RT. You can be straightforward and direct and approach a situation without being confrontational. And you've just taught that nurse that you're going to call them out on it if they do it again. And so likely they won't but you haven't deepened the rift between our two professions, all right? So now this is something that takes a little bit of practice. You're just not going to be great at it at first. And if you are a confrontational person, if you get angry real quick, you're going to have to really work on controlling your temper as you try to do this, all right? So you can deal with disrespectful people with a non-confrontational discussion. The second thing I want to talk about is what we mean when we say we want to be respected. I love to ask this of people, you know, when they say, we, I don't get respect. Well, what do you want? What is it that you mean? Because respect is, is a big concept that includes so much. So think about that for a minute. When you say you want to be respected as a respiratory therapist, what do you mean? Because if you can't even define what that respect means to you, how on earth can you expect anybody to give it to you? All right. So let me just kind of talk to you about what I think it means. And our students talked about this at our lunch and learn the other day. And this is some of the stuff that they came up with. So number one, you want to be valued and acknowledged for your input. You want to be viewed As the expert where the respiratory system is involved, you want your professional boundaries respected, and you don't want to be brushed aside as if your input doesn't matter. And guys, if you think about it, these are all components of team dynamics. All right. Think about your favorite sports or if you've played sports in the past, think about what that means to function as a member of that sports team. If you think about it, all team members should be treating each other with respect. They value each other's contributions. They value one another's skill set. People of different strengths come together and work for a clear objective And each person has their own role. If you're talking baseball, the pitcher pitches, the catcher catches, the first baseman runs first base. You know, everybody has their role in that team dynamic. But here's the thing you have to understand. To be part of the team and to have your input valued as a team member, you have to be present with that team. So now let's move into the third topic of today's podcast, how you earn respect. All right? So I'm going to say this. You have to be present with the team players to earn respect. If you want to be valued for your input as a respiratory therapist, you have to be present with the nurses at bedside. You have to be present with the physicians at bedside. You have to get out of the break room and get yourself into the area you've been assigned and stay there okay I don't I'm sure this happens everywhere but therapists get their their assignments they go and they go do first round so they can hurry up and go to the cafeteria and eat and then they hang out in the break room until it's time for their second rounds and they go up there and they get that done and then they hang out in the break room You cannot be voted most valuable player if you don't show up for practice. And if you are not showing up with your team right there at bedside taking care of the patients, you don't deserve respect. And I know that's going to tick a lot of the people off that are listening to this, but I just don't care. That is bottom line. The first way you start earning respect is you being at the bedside with your physicians, with your nurses, with the whole member of the interprofessional team. You have to be part of it. You have to insert yourself as a team player, and if you're not gonna do that, you're not ever gonna earn respect. So all of you that are about to graduate, if you're listening right now and you think you can commit yourself to being present with the team members as they are taking care of patients, I'm gonna tell you how you can quickly earn respect, and not a bit of it has to do with what you learned in respiratory school. It has everything to do with being a decent human being. So let's just start at the top of the list. Number one, you want to be kind and greet everyone with a smile and a kind word. This world is harsh. It seems to be getting harsher every year. And just a smile and a kind word can make such a difference at the beginning of the shift or in the middle of the shift when things are going wrong. Just to know that somebody has... A bit of human decency to be kind goes a very, very long way. Second thing you can do, introduce yourself. If you are a new therapist and you're just starting to work on a, at a facility, when you go up to the floor or when you go to the ICU, how about you take the first step at introducing yourself? Hi, I'm new here. My name is Tanya. I'm going to be the RT assigned to this unit today. Call me if you need anything. Okay, introduce yourself. Um, Forever, everybody gets this too, that you're called respiratory, right? Like you don't have a name. You're like, nobody uses the name your mama gave you. They call you respiratory. How about the next time somebody calls you respiratory, just turn around and say, hey, my name's Tanya. It's really nice to meet you. I'm going to be the RT up here today. Call me if you need anything. Right? Don't get defensive that they're calling you that, but introduce yourself. Sometimes that is all it takes is just an introduction. People don't, don't give common courtesy anymore, and an introduction is common courtesy. Another thing that you can do for your nurses, help them. They are busy just like we are, but if you have a few minutes and they need help turning the patient, help them turn the patient. If the patient needs to be held as they clean them up, I'm not saying that you have to to help freshen the patient's sheets or help change them. That's not what I'm saying at all. But you can lend a hand so they don't have to leave and go find somebody to help them. Help them out. If they need a piece of equipment brought to them. If they're in an isolation room, before you go in the isolation room, how about you just poke your head in or open up and say, hey, do you need me to bring you anything before you get all gowned up? Just be respectful and help them. And you're going to see that they start helping you. And when somebody helps you, say thank you. You know, Maybe it'll just do better than that because it's so easy just to say thanks and go on without really being thankful. How about you stop and say, I really appreciate you for doing whatever they did. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to help me with whatever they helped you with. That, looking them in the eye and being thankful for what they did makes them feel good. Um, let's see, other things you can do. Um, how about being reliable and dependable? You know why those nurses change your vent settings? It was because somewhere along the way, the therapist wasn't present enough times that they just ended up having to be the ones that changed it for themselves. Okay. That's why they're changing your vent settings because your peers are not being present and doing the jobs that they're supposed to do. Okay. Make sure you are reliable. Make sure you're dependable. If you're working on multiple floors and you're fixing to go up a floor, you let them know where you're going and when you're going to be back and you commit to that. When you are called by the nurse for a patient that is in distress, if you can leave whatever you're doing to go take care of that patient, do that. If you cannot, explain what is going on that takes priority and promise to be there as soon as possible. Or give them another therapist name and contact to call. You have to communicate. You have to be reliable and dependable. And once they realize you are a person of your word, they'll start respecting you a little bit more. Another thing you need to do, listen. Close your mouth and listen. You know how people want to talk just to hear themselves talk? Don't be that person. Listen to what's going on. Stay in the learning mindset. Listen to your nurses ask them questions learn from them they will like that you've asked they will like that you are willing to learn more than just your job and you'd be surprised at how much knowledge they have that you can actually utilize within your daily practice so listen don't talk just to talk and stay in that learning mind frame maybe start using terms like our or we This is our patient when we do whatever with our patient. That shows inclusiveness, that you are part of that team, and you use our terms like we and our, and they will start thinking of you as a team member. Let's see, what else you could do? You can ask for help when you need it. Don't pretend you know what's going on if you don't know what's going on. Don't give some BS response if you don't know the answer. If you don't really know what's going on, ask for help. If you're just starting out in the respiratory care profession, you're just about to graduate and start working, you are going to learn so much your first year that you never learned in school. Be open to that and be open to saying, I don't know or I need help. I don't remember how to do this. People respect that a lot more than them finding out you were faking it all along and don't know nothing. All right. Um, Be open to constructive criticism. You are entering a profession that you're going to grow within. And when you grow, you are going to need to have gentle correction on occasion, constructive criticism, be open to it, listen to it, make the changes that have been suggested. You will be a better therapist for that. In that constructive criticism, don't be defensive and don't be rude. Okay, especially if somebody other than a respiratory therapist is giving you that feedback, listen and ask yourself if they're right. Don't be defensive because that just further deepens the rift between nursing and RT. Another way to earn respect, don't display passive aggressive behavior. Okay. And this can take many forms. Um, a lot of people um, display passive aggressive behavior by giving a backhanded compliment, but not really meaning it or, or negating it soon after being very, very sarcastic, but saying you're joking. Um, it can be procrastination. It can be uh, not being reliable, saying you're going to Um, meet somebody at the bedside to do a certain procedure at a certain time and not showing up and not because you didn't because you had a good excuse just failing to be dependable don't be passive-aggressive that is the number one way to lose anybody's respect and the last thing I'm going to say about how to earn respect is be very careful and don't judge a whole entire profession based off your interaction with one person are you going to have other healthcare professionals that are jerks on occasion? Absolutely, you are. But you have to be very, very careful not to judge the whole entire profession. And we have this horrible tendency and it's human nature we have this horrible tendency when we get our feelings hurt by one person to go tell 20 other people and then all of a sudden nobody likes that one person and that's how this this rift between RT and nurses happen is because somebody gets their feeling hurt and starts gossiping and and speaking maliciously behind each other's backs we are just as guilty of that as what the nurses are, and somehow, some way, we have to break that cycle. Okay, all of these examples that I've just given you on how to earn respect, did you notice not one of them talked about your knowledge base and your skill set that you learned in RT school? Okay, because earning respect isn't about what you know or the skills you can perform. I mean, You have to be able to do your job. Don't get me wrong. You have to be competent. But earning respect is more about how you treat others and the actions that you take rather than the knowledge base and the skills that you learned in school. Okay, so just to summarize what we talked about today, you deserve to be treated respectfully, but you don't deserve to be respected. You have to earn that respect. So the three main things we talked about today, number one, we talked about how to deal with disrespectful people by having non-confrontational discussions. Number two, we talked about what we meant when we say, what we mean when we say we want to be respected. And number three, we talked about ways in which you earn respect, very little of it had to do with what you've learned in RT school so signing off this week i want you to spend a considerable amount of time thinking about what it means for you individually to have respect and as you start your new jobs what are you going to do what can you do to start earning that respect immediately until next time see you soon